0: These girls work hard and they are athletes.
1: As everybody in the cheer world knows, cheer is actually a year-round activity. It's really for marathon runners. It's not for sprinters.
2: You've you've put energy, like six months of work into this two and a half minute routine.
3: You're listening to Tap Talk, a podcast from the Texas Association of Private and Parochial Schools. My name is John Skees. This is episode six. You can't go to a football game in Texas, or just about any other athletic activity, without hearing something like this. Cheerleading is a part of almost every athletic activity in high school. You can usually see cheerleaders in spirit groups at every major team championship held by TAPS. But it wasn't until six years ago that cheerleaders got their chance to compete for a TAP state title of their own. We held our first state championship competition in 2014, and it's grown in both scope and number of schools participating since then. Four years ago we added a mascot competition, and two years ago we added individual competitions. More on those a little later in the episode. The best way to understand what it's like to compete at one of these events is to talk to people who've done it. We spoke with Riley King.
1: My name is Riley King.
3: Who is the varsity cheerleading coach.
1: I am the varsity cheerleading coach.
3: At Calvary Christian Academy, a TAPS 3A school in Fort Worth, Texas.
1: Um, and I actually went to my school my whole life, and so it's been really, really special for me to coach there. Um, and I cheered there and everything. So,
3: Riley also served on the TAPS cheer committee last year.
1: I was on the cheer committee last year, and I just love that, you know, talking with other coaches, helping them get registered or understand the competition. It was so fun.
3: Other than that.
1: I just coach. (laughs) I did a little bit of substitute teaching, too. So I was around a lot.
3: Amanda Hyde.
0: My name is Amanda Hyde.
1: She's
3: the head cheer coach at Covenant Christian Academy.
0: And I am the cheer coach at Covenant Christian Academy.
3: A TAPS 4A school located in Colleyville, Texas.
0: I've been the head coach the past three years and the assistant coach um, the year before.
3: But she has other responsibilities at CCA.
0: And I also teach 10th grade chemistry and 12th grade anatomy and physiology.
3: Amber Jonas.
2: My name is Amber Jonas.
3: Is the varsity cheer coach at Geneva School of Bernie.
2: And I am the varsity cheer coach at Geneva School of Bernie.
3: A 5A tap school located in, you guessed it.
2: Bernie, Texas. This is my ninth year Um, here at Geneva. So I'm going on 10 years.
3: The cheer competition is designed so that all of our schools have a chance to compete.
2: We are a 3A private
0: Christian school. We are 4A. Small private school, K through 12. We are a
2: 5A tap school.
1: I had 15, actually I had 14 girls and one
0: male. Um, I had 14 cheerleaders this past year.
2: This past year we had 17 on varsity um, and uh, 11 on our competition team.
1: You know, with a school this small, you don't really have to We've never really felt the need to do a massive tryout.
2: We generally do a tryout, and we hire um, judges to come in. And if they try out, they make the varsity sideline cheer team. And we don't have a JV cheer team.
0: So my program is um, composed of a junior high and a varsity team.
2: And from the tryout, their scores determine if they make our competition team to compete at TAP.
1: Um we don't do a tryout because I typically get a good number of girls uh that are interested and you know I would rather have a bigger team with everybody I feel like the Lord wants me to coach <laughs> than you know have anybody that I have to say no you can't be on the team.
0: And then our varsity program cheers at varsity football games, um cheers at varsity boys and girls basketball games, competes as well as attends and supports all the other athletic programs on campus as well.
1: As everybody in the cheer world knows, cheer is actually a year round activity. Um, (laughs) You have to explain that to parents, you know, it's really for marathon runners, it's not for sprinters. Like um, the season really does last all year long. We get started in the spring with my returning girls. We bring in the eighth graders and start training them. We actually go to NCA leadership camp. In the summer and that's three or four days and that's where they learn all their new stuff and they really bond um and you can kind of get a feel for your team and how they're gonna how they're gonna connect with one another how they're gonna lead the school they get all fired up to do that and we practice pretty much weekly all summer um to prepare for football season
2: for obviously all the football games football
0: games and basketball and such
1: and homecoming is really our Super Bowl. That's our that's our big thing at our school.
0: But then we also have this um, other side to our team that a lot of people don't see. We don't have space on our campus to practice um, with mats and everything. And so we have to go off campus. And so it's really something that people don't see up until the competition itself. Um, so we do a show off at our school. And the girls, that is like their big thing their big thing. They get so nervous because it's this thing that people we've been working on, but nobody really knows about. Um, So it's a really big deal to them. It kind of, um, in a way, kind of legitimizes what they do for cheer. um, Just because so many people might say something negative towards cheerleaders, kind of a stereotype, um, but it gives them the opportunity to kind of show, like, no, we've been working hard for this, and um, so we do a show-off at school, typically the week before the state competition.
2: When we were given this opportunity, when TAP started the uh, competition, of course, my team was like, yes, let's do it, because they've they've never competed, but loved, you know, that atmosphere, um, and so we jumped right on board, right from the very first year, kind of going in blind. And learned a lot. Each year was different.
1: Honestly, the TAPS chair competition has become my school or my team's big thing, even bigger than homecoming, if I'm being honest. (laughs) They look forward to it every year. It's their one chance to show off their skills, you know, and they're not at anybody else's game. It's just about them. And for cheerleaders um, that spend 95 percent of their time supporting other people, it's a huge, huge deal.
0: Yeah, so I typically like to do one other competition. I prefer to do it before the TAPS one just so I have girls who have never competed that they get the opportunity to perform in front of people in this style because even though they perform um, at half times and things like that, it's still a very different. The girls put so much work into these routines that I believe that they get, they should be able to show it off more than state. Um, so it gives them a great opportunity to say like, hey, we can work on this so much better, but hey, we did so much better than we expected on this other thing. It kind of gets them motivated to, to say like, hey, we can do this, let's make this part better. And um, so they did have some experience and all little freshmen who've never competed got the opportunity to compete prior to the big state competition.
1: You know, my school understands what the TAPS competition is because we're all in TAPS. You know what I'm saying? Like the football boys are like, oh, y'all got state or you're going to state, you, you know, because they get TAPS. And if we were going to other competitions, it might not click with them how important they are or what we're even talking about. But when we're competing against schools that like the boys Or even the girls are actually playing and they compete against every friday night or every volleyball game you know it creates more of that competition um that's a lot of fun for the cheerleaders
3: so for the floor calvary christian academy fort worth welcome the conquerors to today's competition if you've never been to a taps cheer competition Here's how it works. ...year 2019. We appreciate you joining us at Bell County Expo Center. Coming up... I mentioned earlier the recent editions of the individual and mascot competitions, but the bulk of the event is, on. is the team competition, which takes place over two days at the Bell County Expo Center in Belton, Texas, just south of Waco. The team competitors are divided into two categories, spirit squad and traditional.
0: For a traditional um, team, it includes um, a cheer section but it also includes all kinds of stunts so basket uh, freestanding stunt section a pyramid it includes jumps it includes tumbling so it's kind of more of the what we mean by traditional is the fact that it is a full on competition routine
1: spirit squad is basic game day what you would see on a friday night performance skills are restricted in spirit you can't stunt and you can't tumble so you're basically bringing your cheers, your fight song, and a band dance, um, and incorporating that in a really fun
0: way. For a traditional, it's a a two-and-a-half-minute routine. One minute is a cheer um, using a bunch of crowd involvement, props, things like that. And then then the second or the minute and a half um, is going to be um, the music portion that includes all those skills, the jumps, tumbling, and stunts.
1: The spirit division was created for these smaller schools that perhaps only have four or five athletes on their team. And so they they can't do traditional and score very high. I really love the spirit competition. I think last year was the most competitive it's been. They had a whole lot more injuries and it was fun. I mean, to see metallic pom poms going crazy and the crowd yelling back um, and lots of signs, you know, all of that it it looks easy but it's very well choreographed like you have to do it very well or it's kind of just meh you know (laughs) um and so last year was a lot of fun to watch
3: it's up to each individual school which category they compete in for some it's a difficult choice
1: The smaller schools have been going to traditional, and we thought about it, but my team just really wanted to show their skills. They wanted to stunt, they wanted to tumble, and do as much as they possibly could.
2: We really liked that format, but none of my team was willing to give up their two-and-a-half-minute routine.
1: Like I said, I know my team could have done that and done well, but they just wanted to do everything, so... (laughs) We stuck it out with traditional.
3: Some coaches, depending on circumstances, will switch between traditional and spirit group between competitions.
2: Um, Every year leading up to, and and including this year, we've done traditional, um, but we are looking forward to doing spirit um the spirit division this year we lost eight seniors um off of our competition team this past year and we have a really young squad and so this year is a little different and we're looking forward to it because and I like the idea that we even if we might just stay there for one year and then go back to traditional it would help me give a broad more of a broad understanding of the whole you know taps cheer competition program so that um When I get questions from outside coaches, I'll have a better, um, more direct way to answer their questions if we're in it for a year.
3: The traditional competitions are divided into two divisions. 5A and 6A schools are in Division One, and 1A through 4A schools are in Division Two. But within each division, there's a large squad and small squad category. The schools competing as spirit squads are all grouped into one division, but that can change from year to year, depending on how many schools compete. Day one is prelims.
0: It kind of gives the feel of a kind of more traditional, like a UCA or NCA type of competition, kind of an arena style
2: thing. So it is a huge convention center. So just picture um, basically seats like a horseshoe, um, all except one side um, is the arena, and it's built up really high. The the mat, uh, I guess it's nine mats wide, are on the floor, and you've got your big caps backdrop in the back. Um, great sound system. Um,
3: Each team is given time to warm up in a building separated from the main performance area.
2: I love the setup for the warm ups in the mornings before you um, hit the mat, um, the backstage, and of course all of the the kids running, you know, behind the scenes. I guess they were from a a cheer program in the area, and then FCC does a great job.
3: After warm ups, the squad will head through a side entrance and line up backstage.
2: They're just seeing their faces, like when you're backstage, you know, working your way up to be the next one out on the mat. Um, they're just, you could just tell they were just filled with awe and joy and excitement.
3: When it's their turn, the squad the comes Eagles through a break at the in the curtain. School of Barney.
0: They give a space for the fans of each school when they're about to go to kind of get closer up to the mat so they can watch
2: your team's uh, fans come down on the floor behind uh, a rope to be able to cheer your team on while they're performing.
0: Um, and that's where the coach stands as well, kind of right in front of the judges' table, uh, which is in front of the mat. I run the music from there.
3: Prior to the beginning of each performance, the announcer will ask, oh, are you ready?
0: I tell the girls, like, if you get nervous or freak out, look at me, I'm right there, just like practice every single day.
2: I love to see how just energized they were and how it didn't make them feel overwhelmed and nervous. It's just like they fed off of the positive energy of all the teams around them and their own teammates. Um,
0: So it's really up close and you can yell at them and cheer them on, um, yell in a good way, (laughs) yell and cheer for them um, right in front of them and they can hear you.
2: Right up there with, you know, hitting your routine is the way that the entire uh, convention center, all the other teams who are watching, they cheer on whatever team is on the mat and it just kind of brings that family it's huge the cheer world is huge but it brings in that yes we're competing against one another but we're also supporting one another at the exact same time
3: all teams in attendance perform and are judged against a rubric by a panel of five judges three performance one safety and one technical deduction judge the rubric is set by the cheer committee and is shared with the coaches well in advance of the competition
1: And that's the thing. You're really competing against the score sheet in cheerleading. You're not really competing against everybody else.
3: After their performance, each team is given a video with commentary on their performance along with their score. And each coach has the opportunity to ask questions about any deductions for mistakes or safety issues.
0: After they compete, love on them, hug on them, send them back to the hotel. And then I usually stick around for our score sheets if I have any questions or want to Um, kind of talk to any of the judges or question any of our points um, have the opportunity to do that as well.
3: This gives the team the opportunity to improve on their performance before finals the next day.
0: Our first day of competition we had a stunt fall and then we got a deduction for something and so um, it was a little bit defeating honestly the first day of our competition um, because we know that we could do better than that.
3: The score a team earns during the prelims is 40% of their final score. And that initial score can be the factor that motivates some teams to push even harder the next day.
0: The girls were just kind of fired up to do it again the next day. Um, And they came out the second day with such an energy and excitement that it completely blew me away.
3: Day two is finals. Each team is given a second chance on their routine and the remaining 60% of their final score.
0: So it was a really awesome experience to see them fight and to see them so proud of themselves and um, just work so hard coming back from such a kind of rough day one for us and then really turning it up for day two.
3: After the team performances, and while the judges calculate final scores, the crowd gets to see the individual competitions. The mascots are up first. This event was added at the 2016-2017 state competition. Coming up next will be our mascot competition. Each mascot has a chance to perform to a routine up to 90 seconds long, set to music. This is about what you would see at any given pep rally. Mr. Whiskers, New Braunfels Christian Academy. Rally the Eagle. Fort Worth Temple Christian School, the Eagle. Fort Bend Christian Eagles, swoop the Eagle. Heritage Christian Academy, victory the Eagle. The last two events of the individual skill competitions. 2019 from the Bell County Expo Center in Belton, Texas. It's time for the individual jumps and individual tumbling. It's time to see who's the best in Belton, Texas today. Cheerleaders are given the chance to show off their jump and tumbling skills through an ever-increasing set of difficulties. Over from here. Thank you for joining us for today's Cameron here in front. He is going to demonstrate a power hurdle round and then a power hurdle round off backhand screen performing both skills, power hurdle round off and then round off handspring. All right, our first skill on the way back is gonna be a toe touch back handspring, and then you're gonna come to the other half of the mat and perform a standing tuck. Toe handspring and standing tuck to move on to the next round. After the individual competitions, it's time for the award ceremony. Awards are given in each category and division to 4th place, 3rd place, runner-up, and state championship teams. Squads that executed their routines at a high level are also recognized with excellent and superior ratings. Individual recognition is also given to cheerleaders who made honorable mention, 2nd team, and 1st team. Coaches sit with their teams down on the mat, surrounded by spectators in the stands above. Everyone waits as the announcer calls out each award leading up to the state champion. It is the loudest thing I have ever experienced while working for TAPS.
0: Um, So it was kind of crazy. Um, Actually, in the January 2019 competition, we won first place. So we were the state champions for um, the 2018-2019 school year. Um, And so in November, we kind of felt a lot of pressure. And I know I personally did as a coach because coming in from winning, um you kind of feel that standard that you kind of need to meet that and so i know i felt some pressure going into it um so on our first day we were ranked at fourth place and then by date the end of day two we bumped up to
2: second,
1: second place.
3: place in our large squad division two well, let's hear it for covenant christian academy
0: so they were super ecstatic about that and um, that they were able to beat two teams to get up to second place by day two.
1: But I was really proud of my team and how they executed my goals on the score sheet, if that makes sense. Like I knew in this category we should score this much and we did. You know, it always you always wanna place and do well, but I think we were able to look at what we could bring to the table and hit our goals. And if we improved from last year to this year, then that's an improvement, you know.
2: You know, just being with this team for the past six years and watching them, you know, get sixth place and third place and fourth place and sixth place and eighth place. Um, I mean, honestly, it kind of still makes me a little emotional because um, we actually, for the first time ever, we won first place.
3: Yeah, you're the state champion in the <laughs> let's hear it for Geneva. But once again, congratulations to all of these squads for their great performances today. At this time, you can exit the mat to your right. All of our squads can exit the mat to your right. And we're going to get a picture. Then it's time to go home.
0: They just love the experience itself. And then they, they come out proud of themselves, whether we've won before, we've not won before. And so... Um, they come out proud of themselves either way. And that's kind of my goal for them is that they are proud of what they've been doing. that They've worked hard and that we've set them up for success and that they can't be proud of themselves.
1: It's just fun for cheerleading. It's just for them. We go to a camp where we are around a few other tap schools. And, of course, at cheer camp, you make a lot of good friends. And they knew that some of their friends were also coming. They were just so excited to watch their their competitions and see them and take pictures with them. You know how girls are. (laughs) To me, it develops a lot of good relationships between TAPS schools and between athletes. And it's funny because these girls sometimes end up cheering in college with girls that they competed against in high school. So, you know, you could be competitors in high school and then you end up being teammates in college. So that's been really fun to watch too.
2: Having the blessing of being able to be the cheer coach for nine years, and then the past six years taking our team to the taps competition, and being able to look back and kind of reflect on how far we've come and where where we are now and where we started, it it has truly been a blessing I think to our school um, to come back. Like I said, whether you win third or sixth or fourth or first, you come back and you've you've put energy like six months of work into this two and a half minute routine and you come back and you get to implement all that work into your school cheering and to your school spirit and I've always told my kids yes we're going to do competition and we're going to do our best and we're going to pour all of this energy but at the end of the day our job as cheerleaders is to be our sideline cheerleaders is to be spirited Games and pep rallies, and to to really be a leader on campus.
3: This year's championship was our sixth season, with fifty one schools participating. Before we wrap up, our three coaches have this advice for anyone starting in TAPs cheer.
1: As a coach, I would say, um, at first, you know, it was kind of just a shot in the dark. My AD and I were just kind of trying to figure out how to do this, you know, at first. But I called a few other. Um, schools and talk to a few other coaches. And that's what I would suggest to anybody that might be new, um, a new coach or thinking about entering the competition, call some other schools because there's coaches that will share their experiences too and help with that. And so that's really how I started. I called over to my friend um, that coaches at Covenant Christian in Collierville and they were like, oh yeah, y'all can do this. Absolutely.
0: I mean, I would just encourage schools to participate and try. I think that so many people get freaked out um, by thinking that they can't do it. And your first year, it is going to be challenging, but I would definitely encourage them to try because cheerleading is such an important thing for so many people that if we don't continue to build up the programs, whether it be within our own schools and encourage each other throughout, um, we're going to have trouble. And um, because there is such a stigma and kind of stereotype about cheerleading that that they're just like the frilly girls. But no, these girls work hard and they are athletes. And I think that if we continue to build up these programs and competitions, that it will really kind of show to a lot of people that these girls work hard and that they are capable of so much. And so I would just really encourage people to participate, even if they're on their fence, um, just reach out and get some help um, from whomever. Um, other coaches who've attended to get some advice and help because it's not too late to plan to go um, ever really um, to even just kind of dip your toes in the water if you're just doing spirit squad um, because it is just so important for the girls to get to have the opportunity in my opinion
1: that it's actually built for private christian schools our sizes to do well at their skills but i would say also it's affordable and that's always huge for most private Christian schools is a budget. <laughs> and it's very, very reasonable. Um, even with transportation and a hotel fee and all of that, it's the most affordable competition that we could go to and do well in. It actually gets better every year as TAPS kind of starts understanding cheerleading more. Um, and, and they brought in FCC to help with that, the Fellowship of Christian Cheerleaders and they're, you know, a huge Christian cheerleading company, and they do competitions everywhere. And so they, they're really used to, like, understanding this sport.
2: I'm, I'm happy to be able to have gone through all those steps so I can help other schools. And I encourage everyone, you know, no matter what type of cheer team that they have, there's a place at, at TAPS Cheer Competition for every single variation of TAPS School Cheer.
3: TAPS Talk is a production of the Texas Association of Private and Parochial Schools. It is produced and hosted by me, John Skies, the Director of Media for TAPS. Special thanks to Amanda Hyde, Amber Jonas, and Riley King for taking the time to talk with me for this episode. Special thanks also to the Geneva School of Bernie Eagle Cheerleaders for providing us with audio of their championship announcement. Music in this episode by Patrick Patricios. This episode included sounds from the TAPS 2019 Football State Championships and the 2019 Cheerleading State Championships. Special thanks to Will Dixon of the TAPS office and Delaney Bunzelmeyer, our intern, for producing those events. And to Brian Bunzelmeyer, the TAPS Executive Director, for providing the commentary for the live broadcast. You can watch just about every TAPS championship live on TAPS TV. Thanks also to the Fellowship of Christian Cheer for being our partner for the TAPS State Cheerleading Championships, and to Vina Williams, the TAPS Fine Art Director, for her help with this episode. A full list of rules and requirements for the cheer competition can be found in Section 260 of the TAPS Bylaws. You can find this and more information on the cheer section of the TAPS website, taps.biz cheer. You can find and subscribe to Taps Talk on Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. You can find links to all of this and stream every episode from our website, taps.biz talk. Thank you for listening.